0: What's up guys? Welcome to week 9 in the NFL. I apologize, that this is coming to you a little later than normal. I had a pretty long travel week, but I guess without further ado, let's just hop right into this like I usually will. And for those of you who are just joining me uh, for the first time, I basically set a tr- cash line up here. Just go over my general thoughts for the week, uh, roster construction for the, the week, this, this specific week. And just how I evaluate players and then ultimately end up choosing those players and kind of constructing the lineup So as usual, I'll start with the quarterback and we don't have to do any scrolling. No cheap quarterbacks this week I'm actually gonna hop right in with Aaron Rodgers here versus Indy Green Bay has the highest implied team total sitting at 30 points and they're a huge seven and a half point home favorite Usually when targeting a home favorite and that high of a team total. I'm looking uh, at the running back Position specifically. However, Rodgers has produced all 19 of the offensive TDs for the Packers. The Colts have also been extremely favorable to opposing teams, quarterbacks, allowing the second most passing yards per game and an average of 20 DK points on the season. I understand if you want to spend down a little bit, maybe go with luck or even a cheaper quarterback, but I want as much exposure to that implied team total as possible. And I think targeting Aaron Rodgers is the easiest way to get that. Um, Got another Good team total here that we're going to target with our running back, and we're going to go with Chuck Hendrick West. Uh, it's probably the chalkiest of chalk plays. He's $4,400. Spencer Ware missed practice all week so far due to the concussion he suffered in week eight. And that means West is probably a lock for 20 touches versus a defense that ranks 21st in 4 for 4.com's adjusted fantasy points allowed metric and 27th in football outsiders rush DVOA metric. The Chiefs uh, have an implied team total of twenty seven point seven five and are a seven point home favorite. West is an absolute lock. I don't. I don't think you can get away from using him in your cash game. I don't see a reason to. You're looking to be making up a lot of ground if you fade him and he ends up having uh, a good week. So I, I really don't think like a total of twenty three to twenty four DraftKings points are, are out of the question for for West. Uh, right back to the Packers, I'm going to target a Packers wide receiver, and we're going to go with Devontae Adams. He's at 5900 bucks, and I already told you what I like about targeting this game with those contextual factors of why you want Green Bay, the high team total, Colts are bad versus the pass, and lots of pass volume in general for Green Bay. What's nice about Adams at that price point is Cobb is looking to miss some more time, and Adams has averaged 13 targets per game the past two games. That is an insane amount of volume for a $5,900 player. So once again, I know some people don't like this much exposure in cash, especially if you're looking at Ty Montgomery or even the Packers' defense against a fairly turnover Andrew Luck, but $5,900, this is where I'm looking for our first wide receiver. Our second wide receiver... Uh, is going to be somebody a little bit higher priced, but this is as high as I'm going to go in cash for wide receivers. $7,100 price point for Jarvis Landry. They're going to be going up against the Jets at Jet Stadium. So I think there's a handful of people that will tell you that Jarvis is bad at football. And while they might be right to a certain degree, I don't care. Landry has just one game under 12 DK points and multiple games of, of 16 plus DK points. While I typically like to target a receiver whom will run against Revis, Landry is still in an excellent spot as the Jets are giving up close to 29 DK points to opposing teams' wideouts. The Jets also rank 31st worst in past year VOA, and Miami has an implied team total sitting just under 24 points, so still a very healthy team total. Landry is a tad bit expensive, but I still think he's in a great spot this week. Um, I think it's important to note too that he still was seeing a fair amount of targets even though Ajayi was, was coming off two record-breaking weeks. So while he doesn't get the red zone looks, he's still just a target monster. And the Jets are far superior versus run um, as you know, as opposed to the pass. They're, they're a funnel defense. So Landry at 7100 bucks, good spot. Uh, let's knock out another high-priced guy. We'll go back to running back here. And I'm going to grab Ezekiel Elliott at Cleveland. So I think with... A lot of not-so-hot running back options this week. Zeke is a pure lock, just like West is. These are probably going to be two of the most owned players, West and Elliott. And even though Dallas is on the road, they're still seven-point favorites versus a team who is 31st worst in rush DVOA and has allowed an average of more than one rushing TD per game so far in 2016. Elliott is a, has a matchup. He's got the volume we look for. And like uh, I, I think that while I didn't do it necessarily here in this video, just the way that I was kind of identifying players for you guys setting your lineups at home, I think you should put Elliot and Rodgers in at your first two positions or maybe like Elliot and Luck in. but you should be putting in Elliot and West and then building from there. Um, let's see. So let's, let's go get like a, a defense and a tight end out of the way just so we can see what we're working with. And, I think while Kyle Rudolph at 4K is a bit more than I would like to spend up, he's a guy who I keep coming back to. He currently has a massive 39% market share of his team's red zone targets, and the Vikings have an an implied team total that's pretty healthy at 23.5 points. However, there's a guy on DraftKings specifically that I'm targeting to save a little bit of money, and that is Antonio Gates. Hunter Henry looks like he's not going to play this week. Williams and Benjamin are both considered truly questionable for Sunday. And Gates has seen a very steady uptick in targets since week five and saw 19 targets in the past two games. He also had two red zone looks over those two weeks as well. Chargers are a heavy home favorite, which is very important with tight ends, just like it is with your running back, and have an excellent team total at 25 and a half points. So while I think Rudolph is fine, I'll take Gates for 1K cheaper, especially since we're trying to force in Rodgers here and, uh, and essentially pay up at our defense. So for defense, I think that the Chiefs are an absolute lock at $3,500. They're going up against the pure dumpster fire and turnover-prone Blake Bortles. Um, they're seven-point home favorites, and the Jags are sitting at an implied team total of just 18 points. So I think you should be locking them in, uh, especially since they're at home in Arrowhead. So we got the Chiefs and West um, kind of combination there, which I think is a great correlation. Defense generates more turnovers, more time of possession, should equate to more carries for West, so that leaves us with fifty-two hundred bucks, um, and then we obviously have to get another wide receiver out of the way here, as well as our flex. So there's there's a couple different options that I think we can go with. Um, I'm just this is where it kind of starts to get a little shaky for me, and I think if we for a wide receiver, if we want to look at, we can look at a uh, Kenny Britt at $4,400. So hear me out on this. The Rams, they have an okay team total. It's not one that I typically target. It's pushing 21 points. Uh, Kenny Britt has also seen no fewer than eight targets past the two weeks. And Carolina's allowing the lead's second highest amount of points to opposing team wideouts. They also really struggle with perimeter wide receivers, which is Britt's role in that offense. So while I know it's a little bit risky, it's one that I'm willing to take so we can get Rodgers and we can get uh, you know Elliott and Landry in that lineup, who all pr- give us very safe floors. And the wide receiver position in general brings variance just due to the nature of the position. So it's, that's something that I'm that I'm willing to to look at. So we've got six K in our flex here, and there's a lot of different options at, at the six K price point. I think a lot of people are on Digs. A lot of people like Demarius going um, you know Sunday night against Oakland. Uh, there's even Ty Montgomery if you're willing to stack up that many Green Bay guys, but I'm specifically looking at Dante Moncrief. He came back last week after missing a handful of games, and he immediately saw 90 plus percent of his team's snaps. Caught a touchdown. He's a he's an excellent sl- um, over the middle guy for for luck. And once again, we're attacking that that huge over under, which is uh, I believe at 51 and a half points in Green Bay. So, or actually maybe 53. I'll have to double check the line, but I know that it's moved. So, Dante Moncrief, I think, is uh, um, somebody who maybe you want to get off Brit and you can put Creef um, in your flex, or excuse me, put Creef uh, in your, your wide receiver spot there, and then look at a flex. Maybe um, get another running back who who gives you a, a safe floor or something like that. But that's kind of where I'm at for cash. Um, it's I think a very safe team it's a very strange week and I think getting exposure to the quarterback position is is where I want to spend the most or getting exposure to to Aaron Rodgers and spending the most money is really what I'm looking to do there Uh, somebody that you can look at at the quarterback spot is Ryan Tannehill I believe he's $5,400 excuse me $5,600 that opens up a ton of salary I think Tannehill at home with a good team total going against a super weak pass defense Is More than viable and that gives you a lot more money. You now have sixty eight hundred dollars in your in your wide receiver if you're not Comfortable playing crab and you can target a guy like Kelvin Benjamin or Manny Sanders So yeah guys if you have any questions don't hesitate to leave them down in the comments Don't forget to head over to projectroto.com and check out the data sheet and the cheat sheet that I put together highlighting cash and GPP plays as well as Pat James analysis and then our entire staff rankings so Best of luck in week nine, and I will see you guys next week. Take care.